Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 74, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your co-host, Fonny. And that was a really clean one. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty proud of that one. Hello. Welcome <laughs> back, everyone. And Fonny, it's so good to see you again. I'm so glad that we're back in the same d- Discord chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad Back that in the same back. virtual room. Yeah. Um, right off the bat, just so everyone is aware, if you, if, you, if you hear any audio weirdness, it's because I'm not wearing my headphones because I just got some new piercings and it really sucks mm-hmm. to wear headphones right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 And I've seen the piercings up close and they are super cool. Oh, I thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, no, we are back. Oh, wow. 22. Oh, no. 21. Count them. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, don't count them. Anywho. We uh we are back and we didn't have to wait months and months and months to put out a new episode. Hooray. Um, but it's for good reason because we've been like self-caring a lot and doing the thing that we've been talking about literally all year at this point. But I want to hear how you have been, Fonny. Oh, uh I have been quite busy. Busy good and busy bad. I'm still uh working at that place that has employed me full time and I also also work part-time and then i also also volunteer on the side and then i also 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 keep up with the social life and hobbies as you do it's a lot and i really look forward to nights with jazzy oh i look forward to my nights with yeah you. you are actually one of the highlights of my week no joke yeah yeah Aww. i'm like yesterday i was like vibrating i was like i get to see jazzy tomorrow i get to see jazzy tomorrow is it really that special Yes, yes, you are. Yeah. I love you so much. Oh, uh, and let's roll this right along. And I'm going to ask you how you've been. I've been good. I've been working on a lot of stuff. Um, also, that is like age play community and BDSM community related, but is not this podcast. Mm. And that's exciting. You're involved in one of those projects. So, you know, mm-hmm. and that's fun. Um, yeah. I went back down to Memphis with Luna and we had a really fun visit to St. Jude and that went really well. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I've been up to like so much lately. I've been doing a lot of baking. I've been doing a lot of 3D printing. And my latest hyper obsession is I've been getting back into like programming and networking that stuff. But I'll talk about that project because it actually does directly affect our community in about like 14 seconds and everything. But yeah. And also we have like multiple pieces of WDJN, Dear Jazzy News Network. We have multiple pieces. It's it's like a real banger of a show tonight, if I do say so myself. Yeah. Yeah. I saw those messages when I woke up this morning and I was I was ready for the spice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We have one of them that is that is spicy. One of them is tea, and one of them is like it what's like exciting tea? Coffee? Maybe like good tea. <laughs> I don't know. Some coffee, some tea, and some spice, and some chocolate yeah. as well. But, but you'll see why that's all right. right. So we have like a whole yes. kitchen pantry full of exciting stuff, and we're also an advice show. So we're you know, we might answer some questions. You know, it's not like we do that for a living. Okay. Yeah. 
so let's get right into some Patreon shoutouts, starting in the $1 tier, which gets you a username shoutout. We have Casa Danielle Darling Lattle, Gosh Cheeks, Lux, mm -hmm. Manic Pixie Panda, Nabby Red Panda, Raystar, and Retro. And the $5 tier, which gets you a username shoutout and some nude pics of yours truly, well, access to the channel where I post those, rather. We have Baby Alexi, Bailey, uh, Silky, Juicebox, Meerkat, Ragtime, The Starling Family, and Stitchlet. And in the $10 tier, which gets you access to my video channel, where you guessed it, I post nudes. Uh, we have Katrina, Luna, Mayuchu, who writes, You all look lovely today. Panda Gorin, who writes, Panda Fact. The record for the world's largest labia was set back in 1888. And isn't that crazy? It is. And Skywalker Ranch, who writes, Do your best to forgive yourself. I promise you, no matter how bad it really was, it wasn't bad as you think it was. I forgot to mention $10 and up, you get up to like a sentence shout out where you can say almost anything. In the $15 tier, which gets you some co-directorial rights on the stuff that I make, we have Kaneko who writes, friends and foes alike get ready for toddlers and turnbuckles coming to a podcatcher near you, which that's going to be a really fucking cool podcast. It's age play and wrestling, which is like awesome. And then in mm -hmm. the $20 tier, which gets you everything below, including uh, your name written on my body for the planned content, like the, for like the planned porn, as it was not the spur of the moment stuff, obviously. We have AO who writes, be excellent to each other. Briya who writes, drink water, pee your pants. Water break, everyone. Good shit. I decided not to drink any directly before the show so that I wouldn't, wouldn't have to pee like usual. <laughs> Uh, Daddy Gray who writes remember you are loved and valued uh, Spade, Jess, Cat, let's call me Joe Lupin, Pope Felix who writes may the kind hand of fate not slap you brutally across the face Sloggy, Soup, and Summer who writes get a better mirror and look a little closer stare a little longer press Joyce mm -hmm. alright also if your name was not because I see the live chat going off uh, I went with uh, the statistics from the actual Patreon thing, and I checked to see like if some of you like if your if your credit card balanced or anything like that. But I will look again just to like double check. But I did go through the actual Patreon stats with a fine tooth comb. Anywho, um, so I guess going right to the top of it, we have, uh, there we go. We have, I think, the thing that has been going off the hardest on the Twitterverse over the past couple of days. We have the MCFC diaper fiasco. Oh, oh I forgot to say, WDJN, Dear Jazzy News. So do you still have that clip from the last one we did? I do have that clip, I do. All right. Fuck yeah. I think that should be a regular occurring segment. I agree, I agree. So let me actually, like, I'm a great... I'm a great host who totally has the article up on my computer. Here we go. Um, it's a pretty, excuse me. It's a pretty dense read, but basically Motor City Furcon or MCFC is a convention that uh, just happened this past week uh, at the time of recording. And it was, it is in, you know, like many furry conventions, a party con. 
and mm-hmm. it got pretty wild as it does and they did the right thing and they acted within their rights and came forward and talked about like hey um i know that y'all were having fun and a lot of you were great but there was some degeneracy occurring and there's uh, multiple headers on this uh like vomit in public restrooms and guest rooms leaving public bathrooms and hotel room in unsanitary conditions public displays of affection sleeping in the lobby in cars other places that aren't a room which is very dangerous but the thing that um, applies to our show is abdl slash adult diapers um basically i'm just going to like read this part of the letter um and it says this is a subject that is quite volatile in the furry community as of late And we want to begin by acknowledging that the ABDL community as a whole is filled with good people who know how to act properly. And this section is to address the bad actors. We have reached out to the local community and asked them to talk with their members, but we want to implore the ABDL slash baby fur community as a whole to work within themselves to address these shortcomings. There were reports of several instances of adult diapers left in public bathrooms, stalls on countertops, and trash cans filled with them. And this is referring to like the bathrooms on the floor and the trash cans on the floor of the convention. We understand that wearing diapers is part of being in the ABDL community, but we are asking you to please not leave these items in public spaces and return to your room to deal with them. We also ask out of respect for the hotel staff, you double bag and dispose of them in a manner that requires minimum contact between the hotel staff and these items. If you need extra large trash bag or extra trash bag, sorry, Please ask the front desk. They would gladly supply you rather than encounter a nasty surprise in the room. And the mm-hmm. response to this has been very interesting because there's like three camps in this, right? There's people who are like, oh, don't shit on ABDL culture. Beep, beep, beep. Then there's the the second camp, which is like, oh, fuck ABDLs. We hate them. Baby furs are pedophiles. This is proof. E-e-e-e. And then the third camp, which is pretty much everyone else says just like, can we please just like establish some common etiquette? Like, please. Mm-hmm. And it's God, it's like, <laughs> you can hear the frustration in my voice. It's just so yep. much. I'm so fucking done with it. But anyways, like it happens every time. Yeah, no, seriously. So multiple people messaged us about this. And it's like, you should talk about this on the show. And it's like, yeah, we're going to talk about this on the show. And uh, someone recommended that we can like sit down and have like a discussion based on like, let's just create like a little like framework of etiquette and everything. Cause I have a lot of ideas. I'm sure you do too, but really just like mm-hmm. open this up and everything. Do you want to take that talking stick? I will firmly grasp the talking firmly stick. Grasp it. Um, I'm sure that you were going to bring this up uh, later as well. So sorry for stealing it from you, but um, it was mentioned uh, earlier in the, in the server that um, even Capcom has rules around where you can use your diapers and how to dispose of them properly. Um, like even Capcom is like, please, please don't mess your diapers in public unless, unless you can't control that. Um, and I think asking people at a most like a um a mainly furry aimed convention to not leave their dirty diapers in public 
is more than reasonable. Mm-hmm. Way more than reasonable. Um, I'm just kind of upset that, you know, people have latched onto this specific part of this open letter um, when pretty much all of it is all just reasonable asks. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they had to, like, mention it in the first place is just kind of like... I mean, I know that it's been a while since you've seen people, but I don't think that you need to be wiping poop on the walls and, you know, sliding your hands down each other's pants in public uh, in order to have a good time. Yes, yes. Yeah. And that's what I'm why I'm mentioning it. Um, Like, I don't know, just like zeroing in right on the ABDL content is just kind of like, do y'all read? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Here. Okay. I'm mailing the, the talking stick back to you now. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm really happy that you mentioned Capcom because they have a really, really good protocol for um, mm-hmm. handling diapers and everything. And it's literally like, if you're mm-hmm. going to mess, do it in your room. And Capcom is a special, special case because they do have like giant bins in the host hotel for those to go, which is really cool. Um, and then those are like cardboard trash cans. So they can just take the whole thing and just throw it away and not have to like do it at all. But a lot of people that use those aren't bagging. You really should be bagging if you're out and about. And that can literally be as simple as like a Target or Walmart bag. Just like, yeah, tie it up. Good to go. And that's because it's, you know, it's a biohazard. We don't think of it that way a lot of the time especially if it's us but it is human excrement it is a biohazard and for someone else to take care of it we have to be respectful of them and in doing so bagging is not optional now if you're going to a convention you can just save up like a bunch of bags from your grocery runs or they just sell um scented little like tiny trash bags that fit a trash can like this one um, for those who are listening to the show after the recording, I held up my desk trash can. That's the perfect size for a diaper. You can just tie it up. And since it's scented and knocks a lot of the scent, and then you can put those in like a bigger, like multi-gallon trash bag that's in your room in a corner. And then once the convention is over, you yourself can take that and take care of it. That's what I have done at all the conventions I've gone to where I have been padded, which is keyword, all of them. Um, yeah, yeah, basically. But especially if there's multiple ABDLs in the room, that's the protocol that we follow and everything. Um, because if you're at an event that isn't an 18 up lock-in event like Capcom, you know, you really, really shouldn't be leaving your diapers out in public uh, whether it's in a mm-hmm. bathroom trash can or like on the fucking counter, which is disgusting, um, mainly because it is an all ages space. And I know that people are going to be like, ages sanitizing. Slow your roll. <laughs> Pause button. It's, you know, we, we do have to be respectful of the spaces that we are in or we will not be asked back into them or we, we mm-hmm. will not have conventions at the same venues if we do not respect the venue. Um, and this isn't like getting in the way of like, th- there was a question that came through that was talking about this exact topic 
like where is the cross section between this and expression and everything. And as we've talked about on the show, we are all for like expression as long as it doesn't get into the realm of exhibitionism and that those are two very, very different things. Exhibitionism is being like, Oh look, a venue with children in it. Let me just leave my fucking dirty ass, gross ass diaper on the fucking on the counter of the bathroom. I'm sorry. It's so gross, dude. But we have ways in the community to take care of these things. Um, So just like really, really, we need to establish some like baseline etiquette and everything. Um, Just in terms of like at bare minimum, how to handle our biohazards and everything. Cause the last thing that our scene needs is more bad press. And my God, people are latching onto this uh talking stick yeah yeah um i think it's incredibly kind of uh mcfc to even have you know this this very lenient sort of we noticed this please stop instead of a we noticed this you're not allowed to do it anymore Mm -hmm. you know like we noticed grossness we're gonna ban diapers they could have done that they would have been totally in their rights to be like absolutely no absolutely not if you're seen with them you're not allowed here anymore um literally but they were just like hey smarten up (laughs) and i think you know that's incredibly reasonable of them um and i know that i'm gonna be a little more vigilant like if i ever go to a convention or or anything like that and i see someone acting badly i'm gonna be like hey um uh no (laughs) don't do that (laughs) yeah literally um, this literally just came through, but as we were recording, uh, Son of a Time Lord pledged $10 a month. So thank you very much for <gasps> joining the Patreon. That That's so exciting when people do that in yeah. the live show. That's always really fun. But, um, sorry, my brain completely lost track there. I'm back though. So yeah, I was just talking about self-policing in, yes. in our own community. So definitely self-policing is a thing that we need to practice. And we already do. We self-police a lot better than the standard furry fandom, but we need to do more, obviously. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be up to the event itself to, to like, like we as a community should be better default. Um, and so, uh, Lexi in the chat brought up rain forest. And while baby furs are not the exclusive reason why rain forest went away, it is definitely one it is definitely a reason one of the reasons why rainforest went away um also because there was a smear campaign by people who hated baby furs and hated rainforest and framed us but moving forward um Raya also brings up in the chat being incontinent if i soil myself in public I leave the store, drive home to change rather than change in public just because I don't want to put, I don't want to put it in a public trash can and I have little bags uh, in my diaper bag for them. Absolutely. Like that is a thing. And you know, it also brings up a question of like accessibility and everything. Like there should definitely be options for people who are incontinent, like give them places to change and dispose of what they need to do you know, take care of themselves in the way that they need to be taken care of and everything. And that definitely is like a, that is a piece of like ableism and accessibility, which is like 
I'm not <laughs> that that's really far outside the scope of the current conversation. We can definitely circle back to that. Um a meerkat asked what was rainforest. Um it was a furry convention. Um there were a lot of there's a lot of misinformation about it. So definitely be careful about where you find your information, especially as someone who was like deep in the scene at the time and watched it all go down in real time. There's a ton of misinformation, especially on YouTube. So definitely be careful mm-hmm. where you uh Lexi says internet historian, do not watch the internet historian video. It is not accurate. Anywho. All right. Oh, uh, quick subject change. I yes. I also see there's a picture of a cat in the chat, and I love it very much. And then I'm looking at the board game shelf, and I was like, ooh, Evolution Climate, I've got that one. Ooh, ooh Dixit, I've got that one. Also, you've got Stuffed Fables, and I love you for that. And Cartographers, good choice. Those are very, very, very good choices, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I think, like, as a community, we definitely need to, like, police more. We need to be very careful about like respecting the people that are the caretakers of the spaces that we inhabit and everything. And honestly, I feel like there's not much more to be said because all this is like super duper duper reasonable. Fani, is there anything else we want to say on this? Um, I'm just going to circle right back around to the letter itself and just kind of reiterate that all that this letter is asking for and everything that I agree with is in here. They are asking for you to return to your room to like deal with changes and messing and things like that. Like they don't even mention going to your room to mess. I, th- I just think that's a good idea. Capcom does it. Um, They're asking you to double bag your used diapers. Um, even worn is used. Mm-hmm. So double bag it. Um, and then either bring extra bags or ask the front staff for extra bags. It's no problem to be like, hey, I'm, I'm going to have some, you know, possibly e- extra garbage over the weekend. Can I just have like, I don't know, five or six extra bags, please? And they'd be more than willing to accommodate because they don't want to have to deal with your trash. Like Absolutely. they don't want to have to deal with like directly touching your trash. I have been a hotel housekeeper. There have been rooms that have made me cry. <laughs> I bet, yeah. Yep. Yep. You find chicken wings in the weirdest places. Where was the weirdest place you found a chicken wing? Like behind the headboard of the bed in the weirdest place where it's just like, okay, I can see how like it could have fallen a certain way if you were just eating chicken wings in bed. But this is like fully shoved like underneath the bed at the head of the bed in a way that it could not have fallen there. (laughs) but why why indeed but why funny why uh mm, i hate that okay so that's that piece of news uh getting into the next thing we have um uh for those who somehow did not catch uh the news uh teddy con happened and when i say that it happened well, Fonny, you are frozen in the most exciting way possible. Let me... <laughs> Hold on. Fonny, welcome back. Hey. Hello. I thought I was the one who was doing the entertaining, but it turns out I am a fool. You have been. <laughs> oh, no. Also, oh, these things Chloe, happen. If Triptide isn't degenerate anymore, then I might have to make some more, some more Riptides. 
we were talking about Warhammer while you were out. Yeah. Yeah. As we do. As we do. Okay. That's cool. I'm just catching up on on messages. (laughs) Okay, cool. So, TeddyCon happened in that. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen, but news happened Mm -hmm. in regards to TeddyCon. Um, (gasps) Oh, yes. The organizers of the event announced um, that the event, uh, due to like a lot of economic factors and health factors and a lot of factors in general, the event and its company would be closing its doors. People reacted accordingly. Um, and then coming in like a superhero with a cape flying through the air. Here he comes. It's Casey Strom. Uh, he swooped in and purchased uh, the TeddyCon company. I, I forget the name of the actual, like the organization that runs TeddyCon and is going to be creating a new event and honoring some ticket holders, which is really, really cool. Uh, did not have to do that, which is great. Um, uh, and this is not the first AVGL company that he has like kind of swooped up. The first one being AP Universe, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. so what happened though, is Teddy Con, um, they, they canceled their event with only like a couple weeks leading up to the actual, um, uh, event itself. And we reported on this some months ago and people were, you know, understandably frustrated about it. And the, the comms where they left off at was, you know, we'll update when we have more information. The community waited and waited until um, eventually they said, you know, it's outright canceled and people are talking about, we need refunds, which I mean, fair. And also that money is flat gone because when you cancel an event so close to the date the hotel or the host keeps the money because a lot mm-hmm. of events they need a five figure deposit on the space so that money is straight gone and a lot of us got burned on that and so there was not a lot of goodwill towards TeddyCon. i personally do not have have beef and everything um yes funny that we had skin in the game in terms of like like we were planning on going and doing the thing did not happen, but I'm not like I, as a person, I choose not to get like super upset about things, but I do recognize and validate that there's a lot of people who are super pissed about it. Um, yeah. And so Casey announced that his new event uh, would be doing its best to honor some current ticket holders, which is really, really cool. Uh, that is basically I mean, that, that, that is the news. There's not much more to say about it. That's just like the facts. I don't want to like get into like the analysis of it because we're not an analysis on like a drama thing. We're just reporting the news. Uh, Fani, talking stick. Hello. Okay. So yeah. Um, Casey Strom created, um, I don't know if it's like a company, um, or something else, um, but it's called Stromatica. So AB Universe is not running this event. It is Casey Strom and Stromatica. 
because his name is Strom. It it took me a solid 72 hours to put together that Casey Strom's last name was the first part of Stromatica. Which I love, by um, the way. Yeah, yeah. And they, they explicitly say here that Stromatica didn't buy Teddy Con. Um, they're just working with Teddy Con to, like, create something in the space of Teddy Con now that, you know, Teddy Con kind of crashed and burnt real hard. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, but kind of deserved just a little bit. That's my hot take. That's my hot take for the day. That's where I get spicy. Um, it's not that hot of a take, TBH. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm trying to be nice. Um, and if I if I start boiling the water, it's just it's gonna scream. Um. Also, are you referencing the first slide of our questions in this one at all? Um, I intentionally put that question there so we can circle back to it because I thought it would make good continuity. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> cut this, cut this, cut this. Um, I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't really want to touch on it too much because I knew that we'd be circling back. Right, exactly. I was going to save the analysis for that question, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Capcom is the next thing on our news docket. Uh, Capcom mm -hmm. is an event that is happening and is coming up. And I slash we are, I'm going to be there in person. You're going to be coming with me digitally, but we are doing a live and partially physically, partially physically. And you'll see what that means when the time comes. Um, we are going to be doing a live show and we're going to have some guests on there. Uh, otherwise known as the usual bat, which is exciting. And they're going to be doing an episode where I will be the guest. And that's really, really exciting. Um, and it's going to be a great time. Um, we're going to do the whole thing. We're going to have some live questions and answers uh, due to the rules of the event. It's not going to be live, obviously, but it is going to be recorded in front of a live studio audience mm -hmm. for, for reels, for reels and everything. It's going to be a lot of fun. Once we have uh, some, eyes on like when it's going to happen during the event we'll announce that on the show but i just wanted to like th this is going to be in the news until it happens so you know buckle your ass belts and everyone um <laughs> very last thing ass belts <laughs> i'm glad you like that uh the very last thing to talk about is uh, if you have been in our Discord over the past week, which if you are not, you can DM me or Fani to get a link into our Discord. Uh, the rules are real simple. Mm -hmm. Don't be a Nazi. Um, if you have been in our Discord over the past week, you know that I have been doing a lot of baking. Yes, I've been doing a lot of baking, but also I've been doing a lot of programming. Specifically, um, I have like these cyclical like hyper fixations on my special interests and everything and right now the wheel of interest has landed on world of warcraft and we've talked on the show previously about how blizzard is a shit company and everything and traditionally i have played on private servers for about the past 10 years or so mainly because like i like playing vanilla and I like playing Wrath of the Lich King. And until recently, they did not offer those. And when they did offer them, I remembered very quickly why I don't like playing on Blizzard servers. And it's because they're full of incels. But what if I told you that we are going to be opening up a... Well, not opening. It's private. Um, 
we are going to be starting a community oh, WoW server. Sorry. I need to pause for one second to let my partner know that he's being very noisy. Okay. <laughs> Cue the Jeopardy noise here. I'm just going to like edit that in while I continue talking. But yeah, no, Chloe, if, um, if Triptide is no longer degenerate, that makes me really, really, really happy. Because big railguns in 40k make me a very a very happy person they, they do go pew pew hello welcome back hi we're all good great so only we... one dead body to take care of <laughs> imposter detected <laughs> just kidding just kidding cut this cut this cut this cut it cut it cut it cut it <laughs> so, were we talking about warhammer uh, we were talking about Warhammer again, but right now we're talking about Warcraft, the other war. <gasps> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be hosting a, a private World of Warcraft server uh, specifically for our community and no one else. So just like our uh, Discord, it is like closed and gated and curated and safe away from like the assholes who play on other private servers or on the real game. Um it's going to be set to patch 1.12.1, otherwise known as vanilla, otherwise known as WoW before it had any expansions. Uh, Brian, you are not included in the demographic of assholes that play the real game. I'm, just, I'm specifically talking about, like, Asmongold. I promise. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm glad that you made sure. Thank you for checking me on that. <laughs> I don't know what any of these words mean, but I'm very supportive of supportive of the, all of this. Blizzard has a toxicity problem, more or less. Shocker. Yeah. All I know is Worgen are cool. Worgen are cool. They do go awoo. And canon, women women have six nipples. That's canon. <gasps> hot. It's real hot. It's real, real, yeah. real hot. But, um... So it's going to be running the vanilla patch version of the game that came out in 2004. Um, if you hit me up, we can I can help you create an account because there is no public facing account creation for security reasons. Uh, the server is running off of undisclosed location, but uh, I can help you get a client all ready to go, which the client is a program you use to connect to the server and play the game. Um, I've made a bunch of edits to it. Like I've increased the experience point rate for quests and the rate of reputation uh, gain and like a bunch of different stuff. Uh, so I've made a ton of edits to it. So it's no longer vanilla. It's chocolate. So it's jazz craft <laughs> chocolate to, to stay in line with the ice cream analogy. It's vanilla with a lot more flavor. So, that's exciting. Uh, that's going to be coming up hopefully this month. I have some more beta testing I need to do on that, but I'm really excited to share this with everyone in the server and to hopefully go through all the raids up to next Ramus, which will hopefully be finished full because I've modded it. <laughs> so that'll be fun. Um, so that is all the dear Jazzy news that I have. And we can actually, Pardon me. Excuse Give advice. Me. Pardon me. <gasps> I just like my whole stomach decided to be like all at once, but I'm back. Yeah. 
So we're an advice show, and we can finally get into giving advice. Yes. All right. Oh, and Raya also mentions that instead of chocolate, perhaps it should be called rainbow sorbet. Rainbow sorbet is really good. But when Raya originally suggested it, I already created the subdomain for at oddswithgod.com. So, oh. <laughs> so I already had reserved chocolate.adoddswithgod.com, which I can change it. But then okay. I'd have to go in and change all the servers. Oh, why? That sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like a lot. Yeah, of it's work. chocolate now. It's chocolate. Chocolate forever. When yeah. Burning Crusade comes out, maybe I'll change it to <laughs> Rainbow Sorbet. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Burning Crusade? Rainbow Sorbet? Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Oh. Yeah. This episode of Dear Jazz is brought to you by AB Universe, the world's leading provider of ABDL and Incon products. If you want to support the show while restocking your petting stash, check out at oddswithgod.com slash sponsors or the sponsors channel in our Discord for 10% off your order of 50 or more. First question is from person alias, pronouns he, him. And he writes, Dear Jazzy and Fonny, a certain stuffy name convention has closed and the owner of a certain universal diaper company has announced an intent to replace it. Any takes or tea or predictions, uh, either on the late... Sorry, dyslexia. Either on the late convention or why it likely went down the tubes or the hypothetical con that hopes to be reborn from its fluffy ashes, your friend and mine, Purse. Um, mm, thank you, Personalius. So we don't have tea per se. And if you or I did have tea, we probably wouldn't be allowed to, nor would we want to share tea. So no. we don't have any insider information. And if we did, we wouldn't share it. But we can give takes and predictions and I've been talking a lot and I want to rest my voice. So it's your turn. Yeah. Okay. So I'm guessing it's going to be on the West coast. Like I'm going to put like half of my chips on West coast for location just because I, I believe Casey Strom is over that away. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was just, you know, reading as as I was supposed to do for this and just scrolling on Casey's page uh, on Twitter. And it looks like, yes, okay, so Stromatica is an in incorporated company. They, he made a little corporation in order to run this convention. Because of course um, he did. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you have to do anyways. Um, I'm sure that TeddyCon also had, you know, a business license and all that jazz. Um mm -hmm. That's I mean, fricking business bank accounts are too, too much for my little brain. So I leave that to the smart people like Casey Strom. Um, and they are speculating that it's going to happen in October, 2023. So fall of next year, uh, which is a great amount of time for me to, um, put together a little money because like, for us to go to TeddyCon, it was it was covered because we were going to be sort of one of the big event hosts. Um, our tickets were not so I think to go hotel rooms. So I think to go to CaseyCon, we probably need to pay. Yeah, no, we definitely would probably need to pay yeah. if we weren't guests. But um, you and I are a special case because we were like presenters and like a thing. Yeah, but, yeah, but. That is, you know, that is the take, obviously. Um, and obviously, we would want to support the event for obvious reasons. Um, mm -hmm. 
But when it comes to like takes and everything, one of the big things that people on FetLife are citing, and I'm beginning to hate FetLife because it's really turning into boomer book. No offense to any mm-hmm. people who are in the baby boomer generation who are not like capital B boomers. But my God, it has some of the worst takes I've ever seen. And they're like, oh, they closed down because they have the face stopper mask and vaccinations. Burp, burp, burp. And it's like, oh, God, here we go. So what happened was initially uh, Teddy Khan announced that there would be no masks or uh, vaccine mandates which was technically within their right to do so, even if we personally disagree, that's within their rights. So, Fani, we pulled out because um, we because I have family and friends who are immunocompromised. In order to take care of them, I have to remain healthy. So we respectfully pulled mm-hmm. out, and then a couple of days later, the whole thing, you know, what they what they did was they reversed that, and then they said, okay, maybe we are going to have mandates. And to which all the chuds went, oh, what the fuck is this stupid fucking shit? And everyone was, you know, the thing in Fallout, everyone hated that. They were like, just like, yep, no, no uh, COVID protections. Lots of people hated that. Yes, COVID protections. Everyone hated that. And then so both halves of that spectrum got like pissed off in rapid secession. So already consumer mm-hmm. confidence were like at an all time low uh, just because of, you know, the the first decision and then the rapid change in everything. And that was like a lot for a lot of people to handle. Um, so people are, in my opinion, incorrectly citing that as the reason why it went down. I think it went down just because mm-hmm. of like, I mean, like they already had all the money and everything you can't get a refund from it just for like being pissed off and people that were mad that were, they were still going to go. I really do think it was like, and we don't have clarity on what exactly happened, but I definitely think it could be something COVID related or venue related or any combination of any possible factors. I definitely don't think that they just took the money and ran because it's an event that's been in existence for a while and they had full intention of running the event and like i just i don't buy the story of like oh they're the the evil corporation they're taking money and everything so i really think people need to calm down but still be frustrated that you know they're not getting a refund that's valid but maybe don't be like they stole the money and ran um but Outside of the realm of like my spicy hot takes, I think we can focus on predictions and everything because that's mm. like a lot more like positive and everything. What are your predictions for Stromcon? Uh, because Casey's got a lot of experience in conventions, having been like a guest and sponsor of quite a few of them, I think it's going to be fairly similar just in like a location that there hasn't been one before. So that's why I'm guessing like ooh, West coast, that would be nice. It would be so much easier for me to get out to a West coast con mm-hmm. like Northern California or Oregon or Washington would be lovely. Um, especially in October. What a wonderful time of the year to be on the West coast. Hopefully it's not too rainy. Um, I predict, I predict that there's going to be a larger selection 
of adult-sized ABDL furniture available for people to like try out and play with. I agree. I definitely think that that will be a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe also a magic show. I'm predicting a magic show. Oh, absolutely. There are manifesting absolutely it. A magic mm-hmm. show. Yeah. How about you? What are you I speculating? Also, I also think that there will be uh, a lot of furniture, like a Capcom amount of furniture. Um, or even more. And if, if you're a first time listener, you don't know what we're talking about. Um, lots of ABDL conventions and just fetish conventions in general have specialized hardware and furniture like a BDSM convention would have like St. Andrew's crosses and racks and tables and everything. Whereas a ABDL convention could have cribs and high chairs and play pens and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. ABU goes really, really far to really, really curate their in-store experience. I have not had the luxury of going to an ABU store yet, but I really want to. Um, so it's if it's on the left coast near Seattle or in Everett, wink, wink, I could mm-hmm. probably go to the store and that'd be, we could go together and hold hands and be our parents. It'd be really fun. I just saw you blush and do a little like, <gasps> oh, sorry. One second. What's, what's going on? Did you, you knocked? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, okay. He knocked? <laughs> the cat knocked. The cat knocked on the wall. <laughs> Everything okay? Yeah, it's just if I need to get his attention right away, uh, I'll knock on the wall right beside me. That's the bedroom over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he heard a knock, which is, I don't know, we live in a building with a whole bunch of other people. That happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess that my cat, that was, was the one that who was knocking, just to be a little shit. It's true. Cats do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, Brian, it, it is a warehouse, but it also does have a storefront and it does have things like changing tables and cool stuff like that. Uh, Sluggy, if I'm at the ABU store, you absolutely know I'm going to take home some alpha gators and little paws and lavenders. Um, I'm going to murder again. <laughs> is your cat doing more things? No, it's the, my partner. He's he's fussing with the fish tank because he knows that it makes noise that I don't like. So oh. he's being really kind, but at the the worst hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I can't hear any of it. Okay, okay. And if some does come through, um, I'm sure that you can like fix my levels on your side, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank you. Okay. So I think it's a vi- I think it's a very safe assumption that it will be somewhere within the area of Everett or Boston, uh, which is where um, ABU has their warehouses. Although I, mm, I might be mistaken. ABU. I got to bring up a map and see where Boston is. House. Cause I know one is Everett. Watch me. Baltimore, Baltimore. I'm really good at this. <laughs> so I think it will, it could be within if it's not those two, it might be in Scranton, which is where TeddyCon used to be. Those are my thoughts and mm. predictions. I do not have insider information on this, I promise. Mm-hmm. I'm not I that mean, cool yet. I suppose the East Coast would be fine at that time of year as well. Yeah, that would be nice. But I want to be on the West Coast. Left Coast. 
<laughs> oh, That's boy, just me. left coast. Yeah. Oh. So that uh, those are my takes. Are we good on this question? Because I feel that was good. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Next question is being read by none other than Fani ABTL. Take it away. It's me. This one is Dear Jazz Whaler and Fauna Fuzz. Um, I have been in the community for just under 10 years now. Also, this one was sent in by Skywalker Ranch. Um, pronounce him. Um, I've been in the community for just under 10 years now. I feel that I have an understanding of the do's and don'ts in terms of being respectful while interacting with another another member of the kink community. Like a few slip-ups here or there, but overall I'm fine, I think. But I still struggle quite a bit when it comes to making friends in the community. It seems like anytime I reach out to anyone to try and start up a friendship, whether it's in person or online, there's just something I'm not getting. Most reactions I get to casually hitting someone up, like never starting in their DMs, I get reactions ranging from being ignored, to which I take as rejection and move on, to a casual chuckle and then interaction usually ends there. While I understand that I am by no means entitled to anyone's friendship, I can't help but feel lonely and rejected by people and thus hurt re uh, regardless. I've been trying to find my niche of people in the community that I can be friends with, but it seems almost impossible. Do you have any ideas, tips, or pro strats for interacting with the community at large that might, at the very least, make myself seem more approachable to those who don't know me? Sincerely, Skywalker Ranch, dipped in seasonal Depresso Espresso, now available at Target. Oh boy, it's available right next to Elvis Depressley. <laughs> no! <laughs> That's the name of a local band in our local scene here, and they actually slap. Amazing! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's um, awesome. Really quick, quick update. Patreon fucked up. Uh, in our $5 tier, we also have Lux. Thank you very much. So, mm -hmm. Skywalker Ranch. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Um, yeah, it is really difficult to, like... I think it's just difficult in general to meet and talk to people and everything. And we've mm -hmm. talked a couple times on the show about, like, strategies and social things. Because, like myself, a ton of us in this show's community are somewhere on the autism spectrum. And it's just like, socializing hard. What the fuck do we do? Um, so I totally understand. Like, yeah, no, it's really hard to know what the fuck to do sometimes. Um, and I, I absolutely have no problem rehashing this question because I love talking about it. And I will answer it every single time it comes into our inbox. Uh, Fani, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Yeah. So I I also kind of have the same problem. I don't know, yeah. I've I've gotten the compliment a couple times where it's just like you have trouble like making friends, and I'm like, yes, I I am human. It is part of the human experience that like as you get older and as you like move away from those those casual always with the same people situations like school uh, and like sports teams and other stuff like that it does become harder to make friends like i go to work but my my work colleagues are more like you know i, I keep them separate i've got boundaries with them because like they're work colleagues and i don't want to get too close with them um so i get a lot of my friends from my hobby groups and other special interest groups um because it's just like the same smaller group of people that I see on a very regular basis that I get to like 
you know, share an interest with and then eventually get to know. And like you, you go through the echelons of friendship, like level one friendship is knowing that your friend likes banana bread and level two friendship is knowing that your friend's birthday is in July and level three friendship is being invited to their birthday party, you know? Um, so I would just kind of like recommend hopping into smaller groups if you can or other hobby groups. Um, other than that, I, I don't know if I've got any other foolproof advice. Back to you, Jazzy. Ah, I'm really happy that you use the, the friend level analogy because that's actually something that's actually a tool that Gray and I used really early on in our relationship was um, we needed like more friend XP to unlock certain things as we were kind of like feeling each other out and like getting to know each other a little bit better. And like the more XP we earned for each other, like talking about heavy stuff or like helping each other out is just like, oh, I'm going to unload some past trauma and give you more lore about me. And then like mm -hmm. we leveled up and everything. And now we're engaged and we bought a house together. So I would say we're maxed out pretty hard on our levels, but yeah, it's such like a beautiful analogy. And I really, really like that a lot, but actually I use like, it on the daily. <laughs> I use that analogy like daily for myself. Like, Oh, I've reached level two friendship with this person. So I'm not going to invite them over, but I will hang out with them for lunch. I like that. That's good. <laughs> Brian mm -hmm. said, I'm exalted with Daddy Gray. That is true. I do have exalted reputation status. Um, <laughs> that's really cute. Yeah, that's a wow reference because exalted is the highest level of reputation you can have with any specific faction and everything. So my, my reputation bar is all the way maxed out. So mm -hmm. it's like notoriety from Final Fantasy 12. Yeah, 12. More things that I've never touched, but I'm very supportive. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, um, when it's, it is, it's, it is, wow. I'm going to try that again. It's very difficult to like meet people in general. And a lot of the friends that I have made in this scene have been made through proximity. Like for example, mm -hmm. I befriended the Starling family because I was really close friends. Well, I don't know why I'm using past tense. I am really close friends with the Puddlegum family. And so we met at Capcom by way of Ruka and Nif. And now we're really, really tight. And I've met a bunch of cool people be by being within proximity to um, by being within proximity to the Starlings and their whole community. And just like, I've met a ton of people that way, just like very naturally. And I haven't actually like done like a cold call as I call it <laughs> in longer than I can remember. Um, mm -hmm. and just like, and I remember I met the puddle gums by just being a baby fur and, I met them at Midwest Fur Fest 2018 in person, but Ruka and I had been like interacting on Twitter and liking each other's posts. And then we just randomly met each other 
in the registration line. Like she DM'd me on Twitter and she said, turn around. And I turn around and it's her Tonky Niff. They're all like waving at me. And then I, I wave back and they recognize me because I was wearing my fursuit. It was really mm. cute. Like I have this image of like the exact moment we met. And it's, <laughs> I took a selfie of me just like pointing to the tiny little like the little speck that was Ruka off in the distance. <laughs> like, my finger. It's really cute. I had no idea how much my life was going to change after that for the better. It was really beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. So just proximity is how I generally meet people or how people meet me, I guess, as it were. Because I'm not mm -hmm. a very outgoing person. I'm very, very asocial. I'm an indoor cat as my mom calls me and uh, my brother-in-law and we like being indoor cats and it's very good for us. So when people mm -hmm. kind of enter into our lives, it's, it's really, really cool. Um, I find that when people cold call me, like they just like slide into my DMS and be like, Hey, I want to talk. Let's be friends. That is like a lot for me to handle. And it's really, really overwhelming. So same here. Yeah. So, and that this is, you know, what we've been saying on the show is maybe don't do that because in a community that has a very much higher than average rate of people who are any brand of socially awkward, a lot of us don't really know how to handle that. <laughs> um, I, for one, don't know how to handle that. So whenever someone hits me with the high in my dms i it generally goes on red because it's just like i have no idea how the fuck to even approach this uh brian says when you don't know someone who randomly starts dming you with erp it's just like yeah that too. oh god I also i'm doing really a full body cringe full cringe i mean cringe is dead in 2022 but also like calm down <laughs> It's like, like cringe, cringe as a culture is dead. Cringe as an action is still very much alive. And I feel it. That's true. I like that. I like that a lot. Cringe as a culture is dead. I like that. Yeah. And then the other thing that I really, really, you know, really grinds my gears is when I post a picture, it's just like, Hey, Twitter, I'm proud of myself. I like the way my body looks and, I, and I'll take a selfie. And it's just like me in a diaper or whatever. Oh, good night, Chloe. Thank you for joining um, <laughs> but I'll post a picture like that. And it's like me in a diaper or whatever. And it's a good picture. And people will be like, Oh, what a baby. Do you want me to change you? You're stinky in the replies. And it's like, can you please not like people who randomly start teasing strangers on Twitter? Oh God. I, that's a special brand of just no, I don't like that. And pretty much everyone I know also doesn't like that. Um, I, I accidentally, I accidentally ostracized someone by getting upset at them teasing me when I didn't invite it. You ostracized Oops. them? Yeah. Um, it was a, like a, a local group where, you know, this person was level one friendship with me and knew kind of the things that I was into, but hadn't been invited to like interact with me that way. Mm-hmm. But we were all in kind of this this group where I was on level two and three friendship with some of the people. So I was interacting with them that way. And he decided that we were past level one friendship and he decided to tease me that way. And I got I got a little upset. 
Just a little upset. Got Which spicy. Reasonable. Yeah. I think, you know, that's within your bounds and within your right to do so. And also, I definitely understand, like, the O factor. Yeah, and Ethan knows about it. Yeah, I, I see Ethan in the chat <laughs> with the O in the tiny text. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so those are some strategies of what not to do. When it comes to mm -hmm. like, meeting people, what you should do and what I have done and how I've met people is just like hanging out in spaces and being active in those spaces. Because when you are like, like, like a discord server or a telegram group chat, because when you're in there and just like active and talking, people can start to develop a vibe on you. And if, you know, people are picking up what you're putting down and like enjoying the vibe that you're putting out, it is a lot more easy for them to be like, hey, buddy, do you want to talk about this that, or the other thing in DMs? And you say, sure. And then you can start chatting and boom, friendship. That is honestly what I recommend a lot is just to exist in a space. And like, it, it's really similar to the if you build it, they will come whole mentality. So if you want to like, now... Obviously, I have my feelings about social media and you should not join Twitter with the intention of being huge. But if you want to meet people through Twitter, just like interacting on the platform and like putting things out and making tweets and like posting photos is a great way to start meeting people on Bird App, the scourge of mankind. <laughs> Fucking Bird App um yeah or or hobby groups or hobby different groups. hobby groups mm -hmm. yeah absolutely like if you are into i don't know collecting Yu-Gi-Oh cards why did you say that which, with such disgust i don't know i was trying to think of something and i was just like oh no i know other people who collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards and they've said that the community is a little bit toxic so i'm like uh, a little bit <laughs> no it's just it's it's gonna come out it's gonna mm, i said that funny yep. it's real toxic <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know things. <laughs> no, I'm just... I thought that was really funny. Just like the way you said collecting <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> really but you could probably still make friends through that group if you are also a person who collects Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. Really quick. It might take a bit I... of sifting. But... Oh, I'm so sorry. I interrupted you. Oh no, I was just making a little little statement, little statement. What, what's up uh and probably we, we will circle back to this um uh shinkses asked me to talk about this on the show and this reminded me because Yu-Gi-Oh cards is tangentially related to pokemon cards logan and jake paul are really into pokemon cards she asked me to talk about my story of how i know them and how i went to elementary school with logan paul and jake paul in uh, westlake ohio oh boy which is where we're all from. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, they were little shitheads the whole fucking time. And I think it's so entertaining that they are so like anti-teacher, anti-school, like fuck school, fuck teachers. When they were literally like the worst, some of the worst acting kids in the class, like they were rambunctious. So it really just tickles mm -hmm. me pink that like they have not grown at all. 
since we were in elementary school. It's it's real mm-hmm. funny. Um, so yeah, that that's my really really quick story. And obviously, they were obsessed with Pokemon back then. They still are now, as a lot of us are, and I am too. And that's not a bad thing. But I don't know. It's just really weird to see like these like huge A list celebrities, like. Jake Paul turned out to be a predator? Fuck. Why does that not surprise me, chat? Jesus. Um, yeah. But it's really weird to see them because there's like this like abstract art piece outside of the Westlake City Hall. And they're just like hanging on it. And like then they have like a bunch of people and just like, oh God. And then they did a video that's like, we bought our childhood home. And it's like, I used to see that every day on the bus. That's so weird. <laughs> it's so it's weird it's gross i don't like it but shink says that is for you that is my paul brother's story also their father owns the worst roofing business in the cleveland metropolitan area that's a fact i'm so unsurprised by that oh yeah no they he was he was mean still is mean anyways yeah going back to the topic at hand hobby groups Within the ABDL yes. community, there are a ton of subgroups, which is really cool. Like, there is the diaspora of, like, the trans circle that within the ABDL community. And then there is the group that is, like, really into, like, card games. And then there's the group that's really, really into Warhammer. Turns out the Warhammer circle and the trans circle, they're just one big circle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Venn diagram is a circle. <laughs> yeah. The Venn diagram is a circle. Ah, uh, yes, Transfem Sports. It's just Warhammer. But yeah, <laughs> there's... <laughs> and then there's, like, the, the whole art diaspora, and then there's all the writers, and then there's the people who do uh, music. And there's so many subgroups within ABDL as a whole that if you like throw yourself into one, you're guaranteed to meet some people and make some friends. So yeah, that's what I got to say. Um, one thing I do want to say in terms of like, uh, rejects, rejection, sensitive, uh, anxiety and those feelings of like being left out or like FOMO, like social FOMO or rejection, that sort of thing. If you hold on to those, they can really like it can it can create like a like a like a self-fulfilling prophecy it can create like a death spiral as it were yeah. um but if you you know take that on the chin and say like well that didn't work out i'm going to learn from this and try again with these new lessons that i learned that i think is the most like valuable like piece of advice that I think either of us can give. I don't want to blow my own horn. I'm so sorry that I realized my wording was really disrespectful. I mean, I didn't really find any offense in it, but oh, yeah. Hooray. But yeah, I think, you know, that is, that's the speedrun strat, the pro strat, as it were, is like. <laughs> the pro strat, yes. The pro strat, bro. The pro strat is like not getting discouraged and actively learning from what doesn't work the meta <laughs> brian said it's the meta, meta. <laughs> that is the the friend meta as it were uh funny yeah. what do you think about uh social fomo rejection that kind of stuff it fucking sucks it sucks i feel it a lot uh 
Yeah, I, I hear you on having trouble making friends. And also, I am at that level where like, whenever someone pops up in, in like my DMs or like, you know, I, I can feel them wanting level two friendship. I'm just like, Oh, God, I, I still need to manage all the other friends that I'm building. You know, mm. I'm I'm gaining XP with so I'm gonna put this particular person on the back burner. And it's not about them. It's about me being, I don't know, shy. So if someone, you know, seems to rebuff you um it's not a word i'm having that moment where it's just like i said something and it didn't feel like a word but it feels like it also should be a word rebuff is that a word i think that is a word okay 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 yeah um i'm gonna like, google that right if, if they rebuff you okay thank you <laughs> um if they were if they if they don't seem to be totally engaging with you it's Yep. Probably not about you. It's probably about them either, you know, having hangups themselves about socializing or, or having too much on their plate. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it's just not the right time and place. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there are so many people within my circles and in my life. And I am so fucking awkward as a person and then sometimes <laughs> I just that's a big mood i think that's why we get along yeah i agree i agree because we're both like really awkward but our awkwardness resonates at the same frequency to use like an audio like reference mm -hmm. yeah so yeah we harmonize we do harmonize are we ready to go to the next question yeah, it's a little one. Yeah. This is from Lux slash Lil Bretty Yim pronouns as she, her. Uh, dear Jazzy and Co. Yeah, dear Jazzy and Co. Sorry, dyslexic. Dear Jazzy and Co., how do you deal with grief while being uh, in ABDL? From that Lil Bratty Yim. Um, so grief is a really interesting psychological phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And... I think that using ABDL as like one of my coping skills and everything has been really, really powerful for me. Um, you can see my little like blanket fort tent back there and some stuffed animals poking out of it. That is like where I go if I just need to like close the door and like breathe and decelerate and everything and just making space for myself. And I've talked like at length to my therapist about like, this is like, this is me. This is my life. This is what I do. This is how I process things. And she was like, I love this. This is like so good and everything and like really, really positive experience. But being able to like take things like being able to approach things through a more, how do I put this? I don't want to say childlike mindset. Sensitive, intuitive. Maybe. Approach things from like a smaller level, maybe. Helps me mm -hmm. process them better sometimes. In that like approaching it with like my full adult brain, I look at it as like the whole thing at all at once. Whereas like I'm sad plus this, plus I have to handle logistics and this and this and this and this. 
like when uh, my grandfather passed away in 2019. Like I had all sorts of fucking emotions. Like I was, you know, it was a lot going on and I was able to like, like not only did a family member pass away, I also had to deal with the logistics and the driving and like funeral stuff and like a lot. Whereas when I got back to to the hotel, what I was thinking of is I'm going to order a happy meal and I'm going to allow myself to be in my feelings and to feel small and vulnerable in this, in this locked hotel room, in this very safe space away from like anything or anyone that could hurt me. I'm just going to eat my chicken nuggets and allow myself to be in my feelings. And that was so good. I, I turned on Arthur on the, on the TV and I just like allowed myself to just kind of like be in the moment while just like being, you know, approaching the, I, I mean, it's hard to say you ever are okay with someone passing away, but like I was starting to approach, like I was working through the different stages is what I, is what I was trying to say. And like mm-hmm. approaching it in like a very soft and gentle way and everything. Um, so I think a, a big part of it for me is like mindset. And I know that that's a very, like, that's a thing that's very slanted towards the AB side of the ABDL equation, but that is, it, it's a really, really powerful tool that I use in a, on a very regular basis. Uh, talking stick. Um, yeah. Dealing with grief while also being an age player is an interesting thing. Like, in my experience, those emotions get felt so much stronger. Um, and it could be a little tougher to deal with it just because it's just like it, it hits you like a truck where you're just like, ah, ah how, do I, how do I deal with all of these bad lemons that I just can't hold? Mm-hmm. Um, well, when life gives you lemons. I'm sorry, I should not be referencing Vine during a serious question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Keeping it light also helps. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't need to be sad to talk about grief. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm lucky that I haven't had to deal with it recently. Um, but I don't know if I've ever really been good at dealing with grief, you know. I just kind of go straight to anger and then, like, let that peter out <laughs> until it doesn't really affect me all that much on the daily anymore. Mm-hmm. Um I need therapy. Anyways, I get benefits in a month, which is pretty cool. Um, awesome. Great. But like, yeah, dealing with it while being an ABDL, you, you do get to like go into that little space and just kind of seek comfort from other people in a special way. Um, especially if you've got other people around you who kind of understand and you get to be like, I'm feeling really small and sad. Can you just, you know, let me hang out with you? As I've got my my pacifier and my stuffed animal, and maybe pat me on the head while I cry, mm-hmm. and mm, that sounds pretty nice to me, honestly. That sounds like a good time to to deal with a a big sad. Yeah. Also, thanks for joining the show, Ao. We'll see you later. Good night, Ao. But yeah, no, I think you perfectly captured exactly what I was trying to say, which is why I love our friendship so much. Because I'll just like. abstract concept and then you'll be like whoop here's what you're actually saying (laughs) (laughs) solid example i love to talk in metaphors 
That's mm-hmm. what I do. I had a therapist at one point who was just like, I just love the way that you talk in metaphors. Mm-hmm. And I, I took that to heart. I was like, yay, I'm winning therapy. You're winning therapy. <laughs> you get therapy. Level <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> Brian said, it's a jazzy hold my bottle moment. Yeah. Well, and I have a sticker for that. I have a sticker for that. Did I not add it? <gasps> oh, no. Oh. I didn't add it yet. It, it's a sticker of that's in the same jazzy sticker set of me, like, chugging a bottle and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, if you are dealing with grief, you have people around you who understand kind of your, your mindset and you get to be like, just, just treat me like I'm, I'm a, I'm a little kid for like a little bit. Exactly. When, I hope that they um, can bring you comfort. When I did my first in-person appointment with my therapist, um, she actually took me in like the kids room of the, uh, of the building and everything. And we did our appointment in there and we've been doing a lot of trauma work because surprise, surprise, I have a lot of trauma built up in my life. But um, now that we're working on that, um, she encouraged me to bring in one of my stuffed animals because she knows just how important like my security blanket and my stuffed animals are to me. So I brought in uh, one of my buddies and everything. And it was really nice. I got to say, like, do the the introduction and like, this is Mr. Fox and he's my pediatrician and everything um it it was like really wholesome i got to just kind of like be in my natural self um i've talked on the show in the past about how i've been doing therapy with my nursery as the background and like how good that's been and everything so yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's a great great therapeutic tool um in the Mm -hmm. interest of time because we have been recording for almost an hour and 30 minutes and you and i do have bedtimes um, and then, you know, everything to do, uh, do you want to do the question that I have highlighted on our Google drive slides on here that I'm currently on? Yes. I will read it to you because it is specifically for <gasps> you. And I love, yeah, I'm excited. Are... Yes. I love when they're there, when, <clears throat> excuse me, whenever there are just funny questions, because it's like, yes, Fonny's one half of the show. She deserves to be treated like, <gasps> yes. Oh, I'm going to blush. I'm going to blush. I'm so appreciative. Your your camera went all pixely for a second when you said blush, but I oh. could still see all the red and it was really precious. Oh, rude. Oh. Okay. So, dear Fonny, is your name still Fonnable Crossing? No, it's now Bonnie Fonny. Dear Bonnie No, Fonny. it's Bonnie Fonny. Bonnie Fonny. Dear Bonnie Fonny. Would you ever do uh, dress slash cosplay making streams? Watching you work at the beginning of the show was really soothing, cozy, and cathartic to me with the little halo innocent emoji. And that is from Luna pronouns they them. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make dress making content. I watch a lot of other people do dresses and cosplays and stuff. Um, like the the making of process and just like the amount of effort that it takes to find all the right camera angles because you're going from like table to sewing machine to dress form to ground to table again all over the place is difficult and yes it could be done and also you'd hear me swear a lot you'd hear me (laughs) swear so much the amount of times i have to redo seams because i was like i'm 
I'm a full inch off of where I should be. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it gets spicy. But yes, I'd love to. Uh, if I get some time, perhaps I could do one on Thursday. Excellent. You know, Fani, have you thought about using a head-mounted GoPro? That sounds wild. It has been a... That sounds cool. Yeah. I did a whole series of patron reward videos where I used a head-mounted GoPro, like for the deep-throating video, for two shaving videos, uh, for a couple other ones, just using a head-mounted GoPro and having both of my hands available to work was great. And plus, it will always be like the camera angle of what your eyes are seeing. So mm -hmm. maybe you should add that to your wish list, maybe. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we will see about it. Uh, I, do, I do worry that um, having the, the head-mounted GoPro would give people motion sickness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know. hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to think about it. Or I'll get a nice tripod or something for for my, my phone to use it as a camera or something. Very nice. Very nice. I'm sorry that I took this to an angle of like, I'm going to talk through the lens of my degree. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. You are the expert here. Um, you were the one who picked out this, this equipment that I am using um, on behalf of Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. We love you. Yeah. And, and it works great. So I, I do trust you. Like I trusted you before. Oh. And I trust you still. You, you haven't let me down with your knowledge yet. I'm blushing. Not even yet. I don't think you ever will. I'm blushing. I'm Unless blushing. you're trying to tell me how to keep my pants dry. Um, and yeah. then I might not trust you. I know not to give advice on how to keep your pants or bed dry. Like, <laughs> I know my place in this world. Oh, <laughs> of our cute. places in the world, pretty soon our places in the world will be our beds for bedtime so do we want to it's start true. wrapping things up sure and put a little bow on it put a little bow on it send it uh Fonny, how can people give you money uh -huh. and find you on the internet they can give me money by putting it directly in my hands please and thank you i will take your small change please um but officially you can give me a couple dollars on patreon you can just like sign up for a month and then just cancel it right away it just gives me a little bit of your pocket change i don't really update that much anymore just because i'm so so busy but i'm hoping to update sometime in the future question mark question um mark? or you can give me money by buying some of my merch through the dear jazzy merchandise store which jazzy will talk about in a second and uh you can find me on twitter at twitter.com slash Fawny ABDL, uh, or you can find me on Patreon by typing in patreon.com slash Fawny ABDL. Um, for Patreon, you will have to type in the URL or click on the link from my Twitter because I do adult content and it doesn't show up in the search bar. And you also have another uh, merch store. And I do. Thank you for telling me about that. I, yeah. I just shipped out another lanyard today. It was very exciting. That's what I'm talking uh, about, girl. Myself and Juicebox Art, um, Juicebox, uh, do run an Etsy shop called Assorted Crinkles. Um, like, like Assorted Sprinkles, but it's Crinkles instead. Because we're funny like that. Um, I, I liked it. And 
We've got a couple of enamel pin uh, and lanyard designs up at the moment with plans to add more in the future as, as time permits. Mm -hmm. And Jazzy, where can people find you? You can find me on the internet. But more specifically, <gasps> you can find me on my primary social media, which is my Twitter, at LilJazzyBaby. Um, you can check out my Patreon, which is how you can support this show, my work, Fonny's work, and all that good stuff, at patreon.com slash jasminestarshine. That is the best way to directly support the ongoing production of the show. Thank you, everyone. Uh, do you know that we're at 32 patrons right now? Two patrons? It's spanking. It's really spanking. I put kisses on each of their little foreheads. Oh. If you want a kiss from Fondy's forehead, patreon.com slash Jasmine Starshine. I totally, a kiss on your forehead from Fonny. There we go. I can speak. <laughs> we got there. We got there. We got there. Um, you can also check out our merch store. Uh, it is at oddswithgod.com. There is a link to our merch in the top navigation bar where you can find um, a bunch of shirts uh, to support not only our show, but uh, artists in the community that did little art for our merch store and everything. And it's really, really cute. Mm -hmm. There's stuff from you and Juicebox and Raystar and lots of cool stuff on there. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's everything except for like my last little bit where I say, how swallow the spit. <clears throat> Dear Jasmine, Wow. <laughs> wow. You tried. I tried so hard. We had a record low number of yawns. I've had But no we had to mess up somewhere. Zero yawns. I've been awake today. I feel great. You are incredible. Thank you. You are so good. You're you a good are. girl. <gasps> Thank you. Oh my god. I got called a good girl by funny deal. I'm gonna cry. Thank you pants. Oh my god. Dear Jessica, <laughs> production. Please visit us online at, at oddswithgod.com where you can visit my links, Bonnie's links, our sponsors' links, our merch store link, our community fundraiser stuff, and everything related to this show and others that we make in this network. I have been Jasmine Starshine. And I have been and always will be Bonnie ABDL. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. So this is the prototype. It's kind of ugly, but I'm going to give it to him anyways, just to be like, here, the ugly one. It's yours now.